What's your recommendations for dealing with that failure? And can you turn that failure to springboard you to success or can it actually turn into a benefit? Yeah, it's difficult, but absolutely. And you'll find that so many successes actually do come out of unexpected events. And sometimes these, of course, are failures. And it happens at many levels and all over the place. There's very well-known products such as penicillin and post-it notes that were discovered only after the original purpose did not work. And then there's just amazing success stories such as Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, who only found success after dealing with very difficult failures. And Dave, the thing is, nobody wants failure to happen. But when it does, it's important to keep the right perspective. And I bring up Edison because he's one of my favorite examples. And when he was working to invent the light bulb, he said, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. So he had a great perspective that through a process of elimination and failure, he thought he was getting closer to his end goal. One of the ironic things about failure, though, is that it becomes more likely to occur when the risks you take are bigger. And you'll find bigger risk is associated with more reward, but also more downside. And if you never take the risks, you're going to find you're not going to reach your full potential. So another way to look at that is if you never failed, you've probably really not stretched yourself to your maximum. And it's this maximum effort that people really notice and that will propel you to even greater things in your career. Something I'd like to point out, though, is if you look around right now in in the articles and all the blogs, failure is a really trendy idea right now that it's a good thing. But make no mistake, it's not fun and it can have serious consequences. So it's also important to gauge what support you have and don't just assume that you can fail at something and it'll be okay. Think about the guardrails that are in place and then decide how far you're able and willing to push something. Nobody likes getting criticized. However, we demand feedback and feedback is obviously at the top of a lot of business writers and bloggers and social scientists lists of things that we should crave and we should desire. Now, beyond an immediate supervisor, your boss, how can you get productive and meaningful feedback? First off, feedback is one of the most important tools everyone has at their disposal. I would say, unfortunately, though, it's really underused because people tend to think they know what they do good and what they don't do good. However, our research shows us that people are actually really bad at self-assessing themselves. For instance, in the workplace, you look at performance evaluations, there's an almost insignificant relationship between our self-ratings of our performance and how our managers rate us. If you want to take this into a, a simple context, just ask 10 people sometime if they're a better than average driver. Maybe ask them if they're a better than average parent. And what you're going to find is most people will probably say yes, which is, of course, not statistically possible. Before I get into where to get feedback beyond your supervisor, though, it's really critical to mention how to get feedback. First, you need to proactively ask for it. Just don't assume that someone is going to bring it to you because they want to. Second, you need to create a safe environment and give that person the permission to be candid with you and give you that hard feedback that they might otherwise.